0: Welcome to the Marriage Shop podcast, presented by Catalyst, helping to improve every part of life that matters in every place that matters. In The Marriage Shop, we discuss the work required to build, repair, and maintain a marriage that lasts. I am Dr. Mike Perry, and I'm joined by my co host, my gorgeous wife, my good thing, Wendy Perry.
1: Thank you, baby. We also invite you to join us during our live recording of the Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. For now, come on in and let's get to work in the Marriage Shop.
0: What's going on, everybody? (laughs) It's Monday again so uh, we appreciate you all, as usual, being here with us. And um, okay.
1: so, so um, Anna asked us back uh, several months ago, and she asked us if we could talk about the topic of grief, um, navigating grief. Well, not specifically. That's what we call it. But navigating grief as a couple, um, because of some challenges that she was having in her own marriage, and so we um, kind of stepped back, gave it some time, some thought, and some research. Um, and and we introduced it last week, and I'm glad that we did um, because we, we were talking about so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, grief related to COVID and the separation. Yes. Grief related to what's happening in the country right now um, and the uncertainty. Um, grieving the things that we. We've lost some of our freedoms. We talked about grief when you're losing a pet. And we also talked about, of course, maybe the first thing that comes to mind, uh, the grief that's experienced when you lose someone um, close to you or someone in your family, someone that you love um, and how to successfully navigate that as a couple is where we were going with it. Yeah. Um, what we recognized even not even a quarter of the way through is that we weren't going to scratch the surface that we, there was no way we were going to get to and say everything that we wanted to say about the topic. And so we just um, committed that to prayer this week and just as um, Ask God to lead us to what we would do this week, so here we are tonight, back for part two. What are we talking about specifically tonight?
0: Um, we are talking about. Well, we actually we actually have some friends of ours that are joining us tonight. Um, so, because when you talk about grief, right? We talked about a lot of things, but there are a few things that are more difficult than losing a child, and that's the story um, that a couple of friends of ours, ours have, and, um, and and we're going to bring them on because. Um, We've watched how they've navigated through this, and they'll tell you um, a bit about that. But it, it has been pretty um, amazing to watch, right? And so um, you know, heartbreaking and just heartwarming all at the same time. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and bring them on, bring, in, bring them on in. Coming to the stage. Yes, coming <laughs> to the stage.
1: Chris yep. and Chastity, thank you for agreeing to join us tonight in the marriage shop.
0: I love this. Somebody screened for me. having us.
2: Thank you guys so much for having
1: us. Yeah. So so we met you guys several years ago um, on the soccer field of all. Yeah. and I can't remember yeah. how many years ago now
0: I can because we were all young then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. There> you <laughs> the fathers are still young, but I think it was, it was 2011, 2011, 2011, 2012, somewhere in that time frame. I think. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you never know what kind of soccer parents you're going to meet out there. So any of my (laughs) soccer parents out there, yep, we're probably talking about you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Uh, You're doing too much soccer parents. You need to calm down.
1: Yeah, but we we met them then, you know, just love their family, love their spirit, just... Two of the nicest people you'd ever meet and some of the sweetest kids on, on the earth. True. Hands down. So um, they made an impression on us and we've stayed in contact over all these years. So it's been like almost 10, almost 11 years. Yes, that's crazy. Yep. I know, and they still look right. teenagers. They look exactly.
0: <laughs> I do I'm crazy. all gray. <laughs> anyway. We must not be living right over here. <laughs> yeah. We're
2: doing yes. fine. We're just we just here at our house.
0: <laughs> um, we we asked Chris and Chastity to come on because um they they have a painful and powerful story, and so um we appreciate you all coming on um tonight. And so we just. First, before we jump in, um, can you tell us like where you all are, how long you've been married, and um, <laughs> I don't know, what was for dinner?
3: <laughs> so we are actually high school sweethearts. We met when I was a freshman and Chastity was a sophomore. We've been together. That was in 98, I guess, when we first yeah, met, 90. 98. Uh, so. We've been together
2: since we were 15 years old.
0: Wow, yeah. wow. that explains it.
3: Then we got married in 2002 so i mean we've been at it be 19 years soon
2: yeah
3: seems like uh just an uh, unbelievable amount of time but um 19 years um what else are we supposed to be sharing
0: um uh, where, where are you we're we at
2: our house um in <laughs> we live in harlem um you know uh we We did everything in reverse uh, with our as far as our relationship. Um, You know, like Chris said, we've been together um, for a very long time, but um, we had our daughter when we were 16. Um, We finished high school. Chris joined the army uh, or we got married. Chris joined the army. We lived in four states, four years. we, you know, we both finished school, uh, finished college, um, but we sort of did things in reverse. But um, the only people that we really had, what you know, were each other and Shaylin. Um But we sort of did things out of order, but we still did them. Um, but due to us just having each other, it you know formed a very strong bond. Um, within our marriage and with, you know,
0: our relationship with Shaylin. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
2: So for yeah. those
1: of you who don't know, there is a Harlem, Georgia.
0: Right, I'm going to let we that, didn't know that either. <laughs> out there for a little while. Like.
1: Well, I mean, you know, because we have people tuning in from all over. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to say oh, Harlem, Georgia. Yeah. Know, they might have thought we were going to break out with
3: some Broadway tunes or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Not, maybe next week. Um, but yeah, yeah but uh, tell us about Shay.
3: Shayla is just like such an amazing girl. Um, you know, we we had her when we were 16. So I like to say uh, we did a lot of growing up together, you know, like we were parenting, but also we were definitely still growing. Uh, I look back at videos of me when I was younger and I asked Jesse all the time, like, how did you put up with me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was still a very young male and we're hard to deal with. Um, but uh, she was just so amazing. And... Um, from the time she was little, she would engage people in in just a way that would capture their attention. And just um, she was very uh, well spoken from a young age. She she loved to talk to people and just spend time with people. And she would kind of like her her their, uh, her mom. Uh, she could go into a room, meet somebody, and she'd know their life story by the time she left. Like she'd know everything about them. And months or years later, she'd still remember that and be able to walk up to that person and say, "Hey, so and so, how is?" You know everything that you told me about your life last time we saw each other like how's it going and um i don't have that skill i'm definitely not I, i'm like i recognize your face <laughs> I think I've seen it before but that's as far as i get so yeah she was amazing uh, she definitely made everyone feel super special um and just made us feel super special it was-
2: she just um with from the time shaylen was born she was just very she was born extraordinary um she just exuded a light about her and you guys know from seeing her at the soccer field she always just was very happy very smiley um and she was just like that from the time she was born um I and mean, she lifted her head at the hospital yeah <laughs> I mean she just was very advanced um and just very very happy um very happy child a very uh kind child um just lit up lit up everywhere she went with that smile
3: yes. uh, yeah. so one of, my, one of my favorite pictures i like to wear like when we're doing stuff we, we wear buttons to remember her and my one of my favorite is a picture of her uh doing a half marathon and it's at the end of the half marathon she's running across the, the finish line and her arms are out and she's just smiling ear to ear and it's like that's not how we look when we finish that. and i feel like i'm just just barely making it and she's just smiling like she had i don't know jogged across the street i don't know it's such a great picture though
0: yeah we we um i blame shay because i didn't want to like the soccer girls i didn't i'm just like no, no, no by humbug and we we run turned we like a couple times in the bowling alley yeah. and she's got yeah. like the big glasses on and she's like you yeah. know, She's speaking, and it's like, "Oh, yeah. hey, yeah. Shay, I like you." Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. very, just so sweet.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, sweet, sweet girl. So you know, it, you know, all of those those memories, and like you said, her smile. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, if you were having a bad day and you ran into Shay, you wouldn't be having a bad day after that. yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So thank thank you for sharing that about her um and and you know a lot of what we're going to talk about tonight and so now we know when you guys met high school sweethearts um even though you did things in reverse order as you said <laughs> chastity you got it all done um mm-hmm. so then we're talking about um about your family so you've talked about shay tell us about your sons
2: oh we have three boys uh trent is going to be 14 in april and then we have michaelis who's five and then jaden um is going to turn eight this week so um we have um jaden is our biological son and then jaden and trent, trent, trent or trent is, or trent is our <laughs> biological son and then jaden and michaelis we have b- adopted both of them so uh, we tell them that they are lucky we chose them <laughs> we didn't get to choose trent so uh we are you know very blessed that we have three boys it's very um fun around the house having three boys uh shay always would say i want a little sister but they keep giving me brothers (laughs) (laughs) uh they keep it fun here at the house
0: yeah yeah awesome awesome so so um why don't we talk about? Because we just we just uh, passed the the three year anniversary, and um, there there's a lot of things y'all were doing around that. But like, can can we can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about you know losing Shay? You mean, you <laughs> yeah, you can go
2: ahead. Um, so it ha- um has just been three years um that we lost Shaylin. and um, you know, it's just it still seems like yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we talk about that day and you know that the morning of Shaylin's car accident you know she it was just like a normal morning. she you know woke up we snuggled she i made her breakfast and um she walked you know i love you mommy i'll see you later and she walked out the house and and left you know and then I left the house and went to work and where we live. um, I usually drive one way to go to work and there's a stop sign. And typically I go straight to go to work, but that morning, instead of going straight, I took a left. And I drove up on the scene of the accident. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I really believe that it was, you know, God and Shaylin pulling me in the direction of her because she hadn't even been gone 15 minutes from our home. Um, and you know, it was just a typical, you know, a typical Wednesday morning and she had just left and, um, it was just, you know, you know, 15 minutes later, your life is, you know, forever changed. Um, but it was just a typical morning, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and so it's hard you know yeah,
3: it's i think it, it's tough like we're so thankful that um they said that you know that she passed quickly and she didn't suffer and we're thankful for those sorts of things but we're also you know you always wish that you could have a chance to know and like say goodbye although like if we had known we would you know, we have, have done
0: everything to yeah.
3: prevent it. Yeah. also like, um you know and and then um you know the accident was just caused by bad road conditions uh, old louisville is just finally getting repaved but it's just been such a bad road for years um and you know she was a young driver and uh over-corrected, and then bad weather you know is raining and stuff um and so you don't you don't have a bad guy to blame you know you're just it's just something that happened and like you want to be angry and you just don't know where to put your anger yeah
2: and it's all of those like what if, like, what if I hadn't have made her breakfast that morning? Or what if I hadn't have, you know, spent time talking to her? Or what if I, you know, she went to Grovetown and, you know, she was zoned for Harlem, but she went to Grovetown. What if I'd have left her in this school? Or what if I had have done, you know, done things differently? And so it's been, um, you know, all of those, what if. It would have been this, this and this. So it's hard. And um, even
3: three years later, that stuff still eats you up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or what if you bought this car instead of this car? Um, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, if I can say um, one thing that Chris just said really um, stood out to me as it pertains to your family specifically. And that is, you know, people always um, they sometimes have to twist arms. To say, you know, I love you before they leave or before they get out the phone and you know, people always say, you know, well, what, what happens if I don't see you? Right. I, I can say you all the default mode is just it is like ridiculously over the top. Right. It is that you get the sense from the outside looking in that there is nothing really left unsaid with regard to your love for each other. Is that is that true?
3: it was funny cause the night before I, this stuff still so clear to this day, but like the night before I remember her just being silly. I, I was working mids when, when this happened. And so uh, she was in the kitchen, like kind of cleaning up and stuff when I was getting ready for work. And she came down the hallway to tell me goodbye and hugged me. Um, and then she left. And then a few minutes later, as I'm walking through to go through the kitchen, she's like, I've got to hug you. Goodbye, dad. And I was like, you just hugged me. She's like, we need more hugs. You know, it's just always, always just such a hugger. And, um, I used to say I was waiting for the day for her to become too cool to hug her dad, but like, um, you know, she had just done homecoming um, in October, and she wanted me to carry her. And I was like, how cool is that, you know, for your teenager to still want anything to do with you, but to uh, carry me, daddy. And um, so, yeah, definitely lots of love and lots of um, hugs and just letting us know, like, both verbally and through action, letting us know that we love her and that she loves us.
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, with, with everything that, that you question, um, I'm thankful that you don't have to question that, um, Yeah, that that's, that's really big. So, um, and, th- and thank you for sharing that because I know, I know it's, I know it's still difficult. Talk about what it does like to a marriage to lose a child.
3: It's, it's really hard. Um, uh, I think that, you know, we, we say like the first year, um, is still such a cloud, you know. Like grief does something to you, to where your body just kind of like when you get injured. You know, your 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 brain tries to protect you a lot from um, what you're going through, and so a lot of stuff uh, is just a fog. You're just kind of living, you know. Um, and so, unfortunately, like in a marriage, you can't live for yourself. Once you get married, you're living for each other. Mm. Um, but it's really hard when you're dealing with that grief because you're not. You're not really living for anyone you're just kind of existing um and so you kind of pull back into yourself when that other person needs you more than ever um so we had to work really hard to kind of look out for each other and
2: i think the within the first two weeks after shalen's accident i lost um 25 pounds chris lost 18 pounds um like it you know we were just having people you know just come over and care for our children you know help like get me in the shower you know um like chris said you know it was um you know we grew up with Shaylin this was um you know we defined us yeah Mm -hmm. shaylen really defined us you know um she you know we love all of our children but um Shaylin helped us be better. We wanted to be better for Shaylin. We wanted to, every decision we ever made was like, is this best for Shaylin? Mm-hmm. You know, like for so long it was um, only Shaylin so that she was the only one we had to focus on. So um, both Chris and I didn't always have the best growing up. So we wanted to make sure that um, she had Better than what we had. Um, so we, you know, the
3: kind of our anchor, our yeah, post, and yeah, she losing was. that. Uh,
2: so it was we were,
3: we were lost for a while.
2: Yeah. You know, for quite a while. And, you know, the first year it was just such a fog that um, I don't know. I look back at pictures and we were both just so sickly looking and um I I don't remember it it's just like um I don't even remember the moments or after you know I remember that there was things that happened afterwards but I can't even recall it was just like uh, like a blackout of the events afterwards
3: so I think even then you know we knew like just during the memorial service and uh the funeral and then having the community surround us afterwards and just these constant messages of the impact that Shay had on everyone's life. Yeah. Um, that kind of gave us a thing to hang on to and to look towards. And yeah. um, that's where we put a lot of our focus. I mean, obviously a big part of our focus is like, we've got to keep going. Cause we've got, uh, well, at the time two boys and we were, mm-hmm. uh, we were midway through getting Michaelis. Um, like actually Shayla and, and well, all of us went down to Florida and visited with him in, in December before she uh, passed away and she's like mom we need to just take this we need to take it's time his name was gauge we need to take gauge and just leave him we're like you can't do yeah. that like yeah, we were trying good. to go through the court system to speed it up but like she's like we need to take him now because she was so worried about him and she loved him so much already um and so um you know we we still had them to to Keep us focused and like have to do the day to day, you know, feed them and make sure they're taken care of. And uh, but really, like, um, it was really just like those constant messages of Shailen changed my life, and I don't know where I'd be without her. And we're like, that's something we can keep alive and focus on and uh, drive us forward. And so even in the first year, we we tried to focus on that a lot. We to get through holidays and birthdays and stuff you've got to have something because they're supposed to be joyous events and they just it's it's a real struggle to make them joyous and but you want to do it for the other kids like you know the boys are still very excited about christmas and so we can't just like it's canceled forget it we're going to bed (laughs) and we're gonna sleep through yeah um so yeah uh, Yeah.
2: but it's it's hard to be joyous and celebrate in times where you don't feel joy like where you don't like your child is missing so it's sometimes hard to be joyful even though you have so much um to be thankful th- for things to be thankful for you know um and people you know would say well you, you still have the boys and you're like yes i still have the other children i don't i'm not very a,
3: grateful i'm not
2: i'm very grateful that i still have them but so you know a huge part of our lives you know is is missing and so that, you know. We used to also me. say
3: that Shaylin was the excitement for the entire family. Like Shaylin, no matter who event it was or like who should have been excited, Shaylin was always the most excited. And she would just get you pumped for whatever was about to happen. And she was just over the moon for you. Yeah. Um, so we said she was our excitement, our joy. She was the hype uh, person.
0: <laughs> she really was. Your own, your own hype. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in here. Let's go. Let's turn up. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought you guys mentioned the the memorial service and the and the funeral we were we were there for both of those and um both beautiful services and and there was um a story it and I know your pastor is um John Kinney um but he shared some stories and you all shared some stories about Shay um and I think it was was it a um a missionary trip or there was something can you can you share a little bit yeah. about that because it was it was just such it was so it that was, was cool.
0: it was just
3: so Shay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Shaylin ended up doing mission work in Belize, which we've always been such protective parents, like we've been over the top, like just so worried about everything. Um, but one year, and I, I'm, I'm the introvert of the family, for sure, both Shay, Shaylin, uh Chassie are both the ones who reach out and, and do stuff. And I was sitting in church. And I turned to Chastity and I say, I feel like I'm being called to go to Belize for missionary work. And she looked at me like I'd grown like an extra head. <laughs> she's like, You want to do what? And I was like, I was like, I feel like this message is for me. I think I need to go down there and, and do like, something. No, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what it is, but I feel like you're talking to me like this is this is something I've gotta do. Hmm. And um she's like, All right, you know, <laughs> like that, that seems like the not your thing, but okay. So I went down there and it was life changing. Um You know, I've been in a lot of, uh, you know, third world countries with the military, uh, but that's a whole different thing. Like even when we're there to help them, it's definitely a very, very different experience. Uh, But going down there, uh, I went down with Quest and then we were uh, partnered with Quest Evangelical down in Belize and we did a bunch of amazing stuff. And uh, the people down there, you know, change your spirit and touch your heart. And um, I came back and then like that summer, well, the during the year, they were talking about that, so they wanted to do a, their first ever youth trip down there. Mm-hmm. And I had gone on and on about it with Shaylin, and Shaylin's like, I wanna do this. And we're like, oh my goodness, like, I want that for her, but also I'm incredibly scared mm-hmm. to, to allow that to to be a thing she does. Yeah. And so she, she ended up going down there, like after a lot of talking, and uh, Chassie had to threaten John and say like, if anything happens to her, don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. keep her safe don't worry um because he went down there with them and uh yeah like she she had an amazing time down there and um still like we've gone down there a couple more times after and they still talk about Shaylin down there like all the little kids uh, remember her and just uh
2: she found a dog (laughs) and the dog was covered in fleas and um you know they have random dogs and everything she found a dog while she was down there and so she bathed the dog, and um, then picked all the fleas off of the dog, and um, then convinced the the camp,
3: and jo- Joey, and, and Heather. Heather,
2: to keep it as the camp dog. And <laughs> <You're> then-
3: <laughs> they did not want; they were not about that.
2: But. <laughs> She was there instead of like staying inside in like the rooms she slept outside with the dog in the hammock <laughs> wow. but uh wow. she saved the dog <laughs> while she was in belize
0: see that that is some next level that's next i i hadn't heard that one that's some next level stuff right <laughs> there because <laughs> but then i mean we you know people would often they they were talking about you know just um her impact, her leadership you know at, at such a young age, the ability to reach and have that level of impact and, mm-hmm. and as we think back, you know it's like yeah it, it makes sense that that was her right um yep. and so that I think that says a lot about about um who God formed her to be but but where he placed her right to be to be yeah. uh to be raised and groomed so um yeah. so talk about then because because um a couple of things i heard there right chris is talking about kind of earlier when we were on the phone um you all he was talking about the retreat for him and for you um um, chastity the the expression um so he kind of he would clam up you would speak up so to speak you know um talk about walking through that process because i think a lot of people um, they end up in those places, but they don't know how to necessarily come out of them.
3: Yeah. Um, I think, I think like the big thing is, is that she's, I guess, good at explaining what's going on or she, she has a drive to explain what's going on inside her head and express, um, what's going on. Whereas I'm very introvert. I hold it all in, uh, and during the, you know, especially during like, I, I, even still a lot of times i worry about sharing just because i worry i worry that i'm going to make it worse for her you know to say say what i'm going through will just add to her um
2: anxiety, anxiety and depression. grief and
3: mm-hmm. uh, so I, I you know we went to a lot of counseling and um you know your, your christian base like not i guess we did some marriage counseling but just a lot of grief counseling mm-hmm. uh, you know i i told them that they kept saying, you know, you, well, you've got to share it, you know, like, um, you guys are both going through the same thing. You can't make it worse because she's already thinking those things. Um, but I think that, uh, that causes a lot of stress because when you internalize stuff, it just builds up in you and then they don't realize what's going on. And so, um, now, like I try, like, although like sometimes I I'm afterwards, I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that, but I'll just say, Chassie, I'm feeling really, uh, upset or anxious or uh, just depressed right now and that's like the most i can do you know like Mm. that's the level of sharing i get to whereas uh chastity can really eloquently share like what's going on and saying you know this is why these are the thoughts and um i wish i was better at it but
2: it's it's been um you know like after shay's accident you know our pastor he said you know um losing a child will either you know make your marriage or break your marriage and you know a lot of people end up divorced after the loss of a child and you know we can see that because you just you don't want to you just want to be holed up in the bed and just you know Like if I could sleep my life away, you know, and then just one day wake up and be with her, like that would, you know, that would be—I don't know. Make it easier. It'd make things (laughs) a lot easier and everything, but that's just not the reality when we have, you know, three boys that rely on us.
3: And we want to keep her.
2: And we want to keep her her legacy and and everything going, but it—it is hard. and, af- you know, the first year and then the second year was a really difficult, especially, you know, with COVID. And well, um, that
3: was the third year. Or, well, yeah, so se- se- is- the sec- even the second year, I think like each year adds its own problems. Right. The first year is just so much shock and so much. And this is just our experience, like like we talk to tons of people. Um, everyone's different. So like, we're not trying to set a timeline to stuff like, yeah. Oh, after the first year, you've got to move, move to this stage. This yeah. is just how it happened for us. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, I think even some of the second year was really a fog. Cause like yeah. we do have, like there's, there's times where like, it can't possibly have been this long, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, it was just yesterday. Um, so we definitely, um, we definitely, uh, struggle, but then like each year, you know, you get further from the event, and like one of the things that's really rough is even without COVID, people have to move on with their lives. Like, there's a lot of people out there who just, you know, especially her friends, like, you know, they've got to restart their lives, and they're off to college and doing all these things that Shaylen should be doing, and that's so hard to see. We're so happy for them, but like, it's so hard to watch, and um, yeah. we, you, you constantly balance between the, like, it's hard to be part of that, but also. It's hard for to be left out of that, you know, because sometimes people just like stay away from you because they don't know what to say to you. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's yeah. rough. You know, like that's yeah. as hard as, as awkward as it is to be around people who are grieving like they need it.
0: And so that is that is, that is really I'm so glad you say that that is so very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, can you say that one more time, Chris, for real? That's that's important
3: so we we hear a lot like when we talk to people they're like well i just don't know what to say mm-hmm. and honestly there's nothing you can say and there's a lot of stuff you could say that could uh hurt people you know like one of the things that's really tough is, it, is when they say um this was part of god's plan right you never you never want to hear that kind of stuff right like it's just like i can't re- reconcile that losing our daughter because god wanted to be that way and I, that's not part of our Part of our faith, we think that God's doing amazing things with it, but we don't think it was part of His plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but no matter if you know what to say or you don't, like the worst thing you can do is just to avoid those people that are grieving. You've got to mm-hmm. surround and be with them, and even if you don't say anything, just spending time with them is, yeah, yeah. So, so important.
1: And I, you know, I just want to say, you know, I struggle with that with you guys. And so when, whenever I talk to you, whenever I see you, I always want to say, you know, how much I love you how much we, we appreciate you and, and, and all of the, the positive things. And then when you ask about the girls, I, I'm conflicted because I yeah. want to share, but I don't want to share too much. And so I struggle with what do I tell you? You know, and so I, I appreciate so much that you said that. So, you know, we, we certainly want to share their lives with you, but we don't want to overshare. So that helps us um so much. So thank mm-hmm. you, thank you for saying that, Chris. And
0: I also want to say Chris said something important too. Sometimes it's actually okay to say nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is okay to just be. Right, and because I think a lot of people step step into you know difficult territory because they feel like they have to say something profound or something that shows they care. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your presence is just shows that you care. Yeah,
3: Yeah. definitely.
0: But and so I want I want to share this though because we we you know as you all may expect we talked before (laughs) we come on on the air, but we we were talking about how what you go through can be a blessing to people, right? And so this this message here is completely. unexpected i'm kind of blown away actually um it is from uh priest perry um and no 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 like actual like say my relation that i'm aware of but who knows right (laughs) um priest says um chris your example helped me so many times through the loss of our son seeing you persevere being out at the charity events continuing to work And being there for your family. So many times when I would feel down and feel like the burden was too heavy. And the rest of that says, if I can pull it back up, you can we can't get the rest Mm -hmm. of it on there. There I feel like the burden was too heavy. I remember I just passed you at work or seeing you post about an event. And it reminded me that there is life after the loss of a child. It will never be the same, but it can be impactful and there can still be joy you
3: know and it's funny because me and Chassie were talking and i was saying that priest is someone who i see um out there uh you know he he does a a lot of stuff and um i say like it's it's crazy because i feel like sometimes you you try to like look at other people who are going through similar stuff as you and, and compare like it seems like he has so much more together and i think the the big part about that is we only show a small section of our lives on social media you know and so we try to focus on the positive. We don't go live and have meltdowns. <laughs> we we don't go live when we're angry at each other, you know, that that sort of stuff. We only, you know, we we we're very intentional about what we share. And um so it seems like priest has stuff so together. And like um, you know, I was telling Chassie I wish I had his family because he just has this amazing family that surrounds him. And we don't have like a lot of extended family in the area. Uh, we're kind of by ourselves here Uh, other than the family we've kind of chosen through the church and through uh friends and and that sort of stuff um so i was telling her i was like you know it just feels like he's figured it out and he you know he's got it together and he's doing great things and um but i think it's just you know like you you only see a small part of those people's lives and but we can be an inspiration to each other and he's an inspiration to me and i'm glad that he uh you know is gets some inspiration uh from me as well i think that's Mm -hmm. What we've got to do for each other
0: yeah yeah thank, thank you thank you for that priest thank you for 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 offering that and for being uh, for being here at night oh uh, that that was good it was really amazing
1: yeah and you i know. do i do want to talk about um the things that even priest mentioned and that that you know we've talked about with you guys we we've seen you really um unite this community in ways um that that many people have not been able to and so i do want to talk a little bit about how you have taken um uh, what is a tragedy um you know and a loss and and made it something that that blesses and gives to others and so um there are a number of ways that you all have done that, so done that so i want to just kind of open that up for you to share
3: um yeah like you know um so much of what we do is very is very focused on we think about Shaylin and what she would do and um the stuff that she loved and so everything has been driven based on that but also like kind of just responding to stuff we see um you know the first year like we we just kind of uh you know we did some stuff for her birthday and we did a lot of we would go downtown a lot and just spend time with uh like the homeless community Um and so at the end of the or at, at the the first coming up to the first uh celebration uh, we were kind of thinking, like, we want to do something, uh, you know, we we definitely knew we wanted to do some sort of memorial service, because we felt like we still needed more closure, and we were sure that a lot of the people around her still needed needed that, and so we, we knew we were, we would talk to John in months in advance, and said, hey, like, we really want to do uh, something, and so that's the time where we said, hey, let's, let's, um, we added a stone to the memorial garden at Quest, because she loved Quest, uh, that was definitely her home away from home, and uh, she uh, found a lot of who she was there, and that's why we love Quest so much. Um, but also, we we're like, we want to, we want to do something, and we want to get people involved because we wanted to spread her message and like get mm-hmm. other, like, I don't know. I guess you could, you could do um, random acts of kindness, but what we really wanted to do is to encourage others, right? Like to to grow her belief um, and spread it. So we wanted to come up with something that would be um that anyone could get involved in uh, but also not asking too much of people and so um the first year we we kept having requests when we were downtown for socks uh you know it was really cold in december that was it was a particularly cold year and we kept hearing like we need more socks like thick socks like that's that's what all the 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 uh, homeless community downtown really, really wanted um and so Shalem just she was such a character about her socks. She loved like wacky socks. She, and she never wore a pair of socks. It was just like two n- nowhere near matching, like yeah. just the
2: random socks, random
3: socks. And she, she loved them.
2: They always had weird uh, like patterns or like some kind of like Joker or
3: heart. She or also, something. she also bought me socks for Christmas that she then immediately appropriated and started wearing <laughs> herself. <laughs> so, uh She's like, these are perfect for you, Dad. the, the Joker socks and yeah. the superhero socks. And she's like, two days later, I see her walking around with them on. I was like, all right, I see, I see why you got. Them. Yeah. Uh, so we decided to do uh, socks for Shay is what we called it, and um, we just collected so many socks, and they still come in like um, pretty much weekly. People send in socks, and we're um, you know engaged with a lot of different ministries. Uh, you know, we still go downtown monthly monthly and um just spend some time with people down there give away uh you know some food supplies socks um
2: and then just conversation you know so many people just want conversation and time
3: yeah they really respond to just talking to them asking them about you know just about how how their day is and um you know telling them that they're loved and uh, there's people thinking about them they you know it's something they, they absolutely need they need community too yes um and then uh getting them some cool socks and like we we've, we've got some cool socks but then also we uh we give some donations directly to the homeless shelter so they could distribute them uh we've given them to nursing homes which is awesome this year we gave them to what's the
2: uh, Madison Heights
3: Madison Heights and we got some videos back uh where um you know the uh, generation of people who are really lonely right now you know they're they're stuck in these homes and due to covid they can't have visitors uh, to just get like these surprise, like just gift of socks, like really wacky socks. They were all really, really happy about it. Um, so that was really cool to see. Uh, and then we also uh, partner with a foster program down in Belize and send them some socks uh, mm-hmm. for the kids, because you know they they the kids show up in the foster system with nothing other than themselves, and so they've got to outfit them before they put them in homes. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: so we uh, work with them and get them socks and
2: just other. Missions,
3: yeah pretty much like when we get stuff we've pretty quickly god leads us to where where we need to go with it and um it's all been all fairly automatic
0: <laughs> yeah yes. yeah well you you all are are kind of living the, the example that you know a lot of times when there's when there's a major loss the th- one thing that kind of keeps couples together is um, purpose, right? You know, really trying to find some purpose and a way to to make um, meaning and to make a difference for somebody. And you all are like popping up all over the place doing that. I w- I, I completely loved like you all during the holidays popping up in Target, g- going live <laughs> with somebody. That w- we we were like really digging that. <laughs>
3: yeah, that was so hard for me. Like I'm I'm not the person to approach people, and it caused like I got anxiety over the fact that I was worried people would be mad at us for bothering them <laughs> you know we just wanted to you know just say like hey we just want to give you something and uh, i think we only got one no the whole time um she just didn't want to be around people and just took off but um other yeah, than that just, everyone responded so great and just <laughs> i mean we just wanted to give them something <laughs> but it was it was very stressful to like pick people out and say like let's approach this person randomly and just say hey we want to tell you,' you know we we shared um, uh, the story about Shaylin, because that's that's what we love to do. We love to talk about Shay, yeah. uh, and so we would tell them about her. And Chassis, Chassi would well, we Chassis would talk their ear off about <laughs> about them. And like, what what made us pick that particular person? Because we always just we didn't like go in there with a plan. We just walked in, and something would catch our eye. Um, like one time, it was just this little girl sitting in a cart, and she was just the funniest thing. Like just listening yeah. to her talk was so funny. Another time, it was the sweat sweatshirt the girl was wearing was to the school Shailen was going to go to uh, for college. Somebody Uh, had a
2: dog. Yeah, so
3: one one time it was a guy with a dog with (laughs) like little tiny puppy with this massive cast on, on. and it's just like (laughs) that (laughs) would be. We just looked for signs and uh, felt like does this feel right, and then we'd walk up to that person and um, talk to them for a while, and so and we had some really great stories come out of that, you know, like. Um everyone really loved the what was his name? Travis? Travis
2: at Travis Target. Travis at
3: Target, who immediately is like, I know what to do with this. I wanna give it to another employee and help her get a laptop that she's been her, taking care of her grandma or her mom. Her mom. Um, and then um another one we donated the gift card to, he immediately went and bought he didn't say anything about it, but he went and bought bicycles to give away uh at the school because they had it sponsored a bunch of families. Um so just really cool stuff to come out of it. Um, to see
2: like the ripple effect.
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so we, you know, we we just appreciate you guys so much. And, Absolutely. and you know, we can't imagine um, you know, how difficult this time of year is, but um e- and even um just our hope and our prayer is that by talking about it, sharing Shay's story, sharing your story that that it helps you heal. In, in ways that that you know none of us could imagine mm-hmm. um you know we we just want to extend you virtual hugs um mm-hmm. you know they would be real hugs if it wasn't for COVID. <laughs> We
0: might hold our breath and, and run might. around there real quick <laughs> bring it in
1: um you know and just just mm-hmm. um appreciate your spirit and, and yes. so i do want to share a couple more comments um as, as they're continuing to come in so sherry Styles says thank you for sharing and um Janae Bishop um, said, very true, Chris, when you were sharing that people don't know what to say. Um, Lisa McNeil says, "Um, your daughter sounds like an amazing young lady who clearly made a huge impact on the world around her. That's rare for someone that young. And it's beautiful that she continues to do that through you. As a mom, I can't imagine what it's like for you. So thank you for having the strength and courage to share your story, praying for you and your family.
0: Thank Thank you yeah you know that's my sister. it's
2: one of those things too that people say oh like time heals all wounds like you know that's just not you know not it's
3: not the case for us so it, far <laughs> it, it,
2: it, it's, it's not true you know i think that's one of the misconceptions about like grief and you know also like grief is grief it doesn't matter like what type of grief it is you know sometimes people try to like compare grief like oh um but grief is grief you know it could be the loss of a child or a loss of a parent um, but grief is grief like hurt is hurt um, and that that it's a hard thing to deal with um, and you know time doesn't um, you know I think time helps you learn to cope with things mm-hmm. but it doesn't heal all things. it mm-hmm. just
3: as um, well, so you get perspective more yeah. and um develop coping skills and
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah but and, hurt. Yeah, the, the and, it's, is- and it's,
3: it's definitely not linear either like there's definitely times where you feel like you're back at the day of you know you feel yeah. just as raw uh, and it comes back to you and hits you hard and sometimes you don't even know why it's just like it's just the, that day like the weather who knows what um you just feel back at the beginning again and yeah that can be tough because you feel like you're climbing a mountain yeah. and then like you're back at the bottom you're like what what was that like what what just happened and
2: yeah. um it can be yeah. really hard yeah it could be anything you know it could be a song on the radio it could be um anything you know and like we were saying before like it could you know it's not day by day it's moment by moment um that you've lived through um
3: and a lot I mean, of times so- some of the happiest stuff um like the like yesterday's event was great you know we managed to um collect uh 33 donations so save potentially save 99 uh lives um uh so such a great event and to see all these people who are still so moved by shaylen uh showing up and just wanting to be around us and uh lift her up and talk about her um so great but then those highs just create like giant lows on the other. you know it's the the peak and valley kind of thing that the next day you just feel so empty and you're tired and you're glad that you did it but it's also like all right what do we what do we do to keep going now and
0: yeah well you you two are incredible
3: yes
0: seriously yeah um and, and so we're, we're going to um, and we know you're tired and, it, you know, so we, we're contributing to that a little bit tonight. But <laughs> but um we, we are, do you have anything else? Because you all have shared like so many nuggets. So and, and hopefully um, if you all didn't share, with, share this with somebody um, before people share this video um, and, and go back through it, because there's just a bunch of really um, important things that you've dropped all the way through. Um, is there anything else that you want you'd like to share that you think is important for people to know
3: i think like the big thing is especially for couples going through grief um you know it's just it's so hard because you do have to take care of yourself and you have to be able to deal with what you're going through but it's also a time where you really have to be selfless and live for the other person so you've got to you've got to be able to put your feelings down or not not let them go right you still have those feelings but you've got to be able to put yourself in the the other person's shoes and kind of see where they're coming from because it does having your own grief does push you guys apart if you don't if you don't if you can't get put yours in perspective so that you can understand what they're going through because it's it's the same it's the same causes right like we're both grieving about the same thing but it's still Two very different um, needs due to that grief. You know, like sometimes, like I sometimes I really just need to turn my brain off and like step back and like distract myself. But chassis like she's got to go at it and you know talk about it. And
2: like if I um, don't talk about every single thing, I can't be settled.
3: And in. so so when I'm at a time where like we're both you know coming out of whatever event whatever was it triggered uh, a reaction. And I'm like, I've got to be alone. I can't do that because she needs to, she needs to be able to talk and, um, get it out. And, um, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why marriages suffer through grief is because of the fact that it's very big for both of you. Um, and you know, like it's hard to understand the other person's uh, grief all the time, especially, um, when you're not willing to talk about it. (laughs) So I make it really hard for her. Um, so i uh, just kind of kind of you gotta be empathetic and selfless and really think about that other person while you're going through some of the worst stuff you're going through um and we do we do that for each other you know we've got to and sometimes we fail at it and we have it takes us a little while we'll be mad at each other for the day and then we'll have to come back and say like this is what happened this is why like let's let's make up and stop being mad at each other
1: Yeah. <laughs> So good. Thank, yeah, thank you really for good. sharing that. And um, I want to make sure because as, as we get, the, the time always goes so quickly. Mm-hmm. But um, people are asking, is it how can is there a way they can contribute? Or if there is there a page that they can follow? Is there information that you all um, would like to share with, with the people that are on tonight?
3: Oh, absolutely. Like we, um, we have almost all the missions we've started, we've continued on. So so we're, we're on our third, although I guess we're not We don't want you to mail us blood. But (laughs) (laughs) that mission is kind of. uh, Although you you could go down to Shepherd's and give blood still and let them know it's in honor of Shaylin and they will uh, let us know that you made those donations. But um, we have a website it's www.smileforshay.com. And then we have our social media expert over here Mm -hmm. constantly sharing on the Smile for Shay Facebook page. Mm-hmm. so uh they can go there to get information uh on our website i have information like some of the stuff that we ask for is yeah, obviously we'll we'll always take socks uh canned goods and and like non-perishables they could send them to us or uh you know that there's our share there's information about the sharing sheds that are all over grove town uh we went around and uh put some stuff in them from the donations yesterday um
2: which some people may not know what the sharing sheds are. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) We have um, four sharing sheds or people call them um, blessing boxes, which um, you can put non-perishable items in, or if uh, you know someone in need, they can take non-perishable items out. So we call them Shaylin sharing sheds. So it's just um, like a really
3: easy way that, you know, people can just recognize their blessings in a moment. You know, if you're at the grocery store, Um, and you're able to just buy all those silly things that you want, you know, and you're like, I don't actually need all this stuff. Uh, there's people out there who can't afford, you know, basic necessities. So you could just grab a couple extra cans and then drop them off at one of those places. It's at all the schools in Grovetown, Grovetown,
2: high school, School,
3: middle school, or elementary school. And then at Quest church, um, they're just blue boxes with rainbows on the side. They're really easy to spot. Um, and you can just put stuff in there or if, you know, you know, someone in need, you could send them there they can just take whatever whatever they need. Um and then we have our address on the website where you could mail socks to um or or books. We're still taking up books and we'll get them to. We we're able to give out close to 7,000 books last year right before COVID hit. Um that a lot of kids in Richmond County were able to take home with them and read uh that they wouldn't otherwise have access to. And so that's just so cool. Um that they they were able to take that home and share with their brothers and sisters. They were
2: able to pick out whatever books. And um, we had so many books that um, they were able to distribute to middle schools and high schools and even to uh, adult literacy centers too, um, because we had so many books. So it's really amazing. And so we're looking at um, where we're going to move forward next with
3: but all that information's on the website and then Chassis also shares stuff constantly on Facebook. Um, Oh, also like, uh, if you, like if you have someone that's artistic, we have uh, the template to make labels and for every pair of socks and stuff we give out, we put labels on with just like nice messages. Like cause a lot of it is more the intentionality of it, right? Not just the mm-hmm. socks. Like it's great to give people socks that need socks, but we also want to send them a message that, so they know that they're loved and that people are thinking about them. So we've had schools make those, uh, you know, kind of decorate the labels before draw pictures or just write words of encouragement on them. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that template's online and they could print it out and make some labels and send them to us too.
2: And Shaylin, um, when she was in uh, a junior, she had um, a class and she had everybody in class write one good thing about each person. She, it was an all the good things list and, then she took all the things that each person wrote and she um, transcribed the list for every person so that they would have a list of compliments for um, themselves so uh, of what everybody thought and you know she was you know, busy, busy writing. And she had like, you know, blisters on her, you know, her fingers from where she was writing. And so, uh, I was like, you know, Shayla, do you want mom to help you? I can, you know, type this up. And she was like, no, um, mommy, that's not personal. You know, you have to, um, handwrite it because it makes it more personal. So, um, when, you know, with all the socks, you know, we, Want to make sure we put a label and put a personal note with all the socks that we send out because you know she was very intentional with you know doing this, um, making sure that it was a personalized. You know, it wasn't personal just to you know type this list. It had to be handwritten. So mm-hmm. with all the socks, we you know print a label and make sure that we handwrite a message to um, the receiver that you know um, someone's, some, thinking someone's thinking about someone's um, thinking about them a, you know um, a, a positive uplifting message when they receive the uh, socks yes
1: well wow. thank you thank you guys so much That's and cool. and um Chastity, you shared something. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. I think it was the day before, but um, it reminded me because you said something about hugging your loved ones and and I know what you said. So I I know I'm going to mess it up. If you could just share that again as we um, kind of bring this down to a close tonight. We we just thank you guys um, so much for being here. We've been so blessed by you. Um, and, um, for those of you that, that joined us tonight, uh, for part two, um, you know, this is a very special time for us to share with our friends. And we're just thankful that our friends, um, agreed to share with you. So we, we're glad you guys join us every week in the marriage shop, and we hope that you, um, you join us again. So Tassidy, if you share, would share what you, what you share. Yeah. You know, um,
2: that you know, that morning when, you know, Shailen walked out the door, you know, I hugged her, I kissed her, and I told her I loved her, you know, and I hugged her that one last time, not knowing that would be the last time I hugged her goodbye, you know, and 15 minutes later, you know, she was gone, and so, you know, I shared the other day, you know, make sure you hug your loved ones in your life, you know, and tell them that you love them and um you know be purposeful and intentful because you never know if that is the last time you will hug them. You know, life is short. You know, we don't ever know when that you know our time is up. So um you know make sure you get that one last hug. You know
3: don't take it for granted. You know,
2: don't take it for granted because you know we we never know when it's our time
0: yeah thank you for that thank you for that do not take it for granted um we're gonna pray as we close out and um if y'all you if y'all you know if y'all have to go that's cool If you want to hang out um until we get all the way done um you can do that too but um uh we're gonna pray for you all and for for the folks listening um or watching so you ready Yeah. okay um heaven father we just come to you tonight just um just thank you for being god lord thanking you for um for your master, majesty your might um we just we thank you god that that you are still in control even when things are difficult we know that you're there and if, yet we just ask that you continue to walk with us through good times and through difficult times god we thank you for uh chris and chastity and for what they shared tonight and for the people that they've been able to bless um we thank you for everyone on here god we just ask that you bless each and every one of them if they're struggling lord give them comfort and give them peace give them rest god um and if they are ready god give them purpose um help us all to take whatever it is that happens in our lives and to use it in a way that's pleasing to you um we thank you for our ability and we certainly thank you for the foster's ability to to bless even in the midst of their pain. So, um, we just thank you for them. God, we ask you bless their home, bless their family, bless everything that they touch. And you ask that you help us all to, uh, stand up tall in you, even when we're in, when we hurt God. So we thank you. Um, we love you and in, in your precious name, we pray. Amen. 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 So look, um, that's about everybody. everyone. Thank you all so much for being here. I think Wendy went through all the thank you. So she's going to fuss at me for thanking everybody again. So I'm going to stop. So <laughs> we're going to we can go ahead and shut it down. You all know what it is.
1: Thank you for joining us today for the Marriage Shop Podcast, brought to you by Catalyst, creating places that people want to work and leaders they want to work for. Learn more at www.connectmovegirl.com. Catch live recordings of The Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern.
0: Follow us on Facebook at The Marriage Shop or go to YouTube.com, enter The Marriage Shop in the search box. Click that Marriage Shop logo and then subscribe to our channel. Set all your alerts to ensure you know everything that's going on in The Marriage Shop.